Hi, everybody. Thank you for joining in to Living Your Best Life with Bipolar podcast. Um, today, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, a very serious subject, so there's definitely a trigger warning. Um, I'm going to be discussing Project Semicolon and what that actually means um, as far as suicide prevention. So if you feel like something that may be a trigger for you or something that you don't feel comfortable listening to, that's totally fine, totally acceptable, but I just wanted to let you know before um, you continue on with the podcast. So yesterday was National Semicolon um, Day, and a little history behind the semicolon. Um, it was actually um, a woman named Amy Bueller um, that had um, dealt with mental illness most of her life, over 20 years. Um, when she was in her 30s, she um, lost her father to suicide. And it was, I think it was 2017. After dealing with her own issues um, of, you know, sexual abuse and rape and um, self-harm, uh, attempt, multiple attempted uh, suicides, and um, just really suffering very bad and in a lot of pain. And then losing her father was, I'm sure, um, a tremendous, tremendous loss. So she started Project Semicolon as a way to honor her father's memory and also to take away that stigma that people feel that have mental illness, that they can't talk about it or they can't seek help or they'll be labeled as crazy um, or unstable. So she really... um, really started this movement where people can be able to express themselves. So whether that's in the form of a tattoo, which has become extremely popular um, with the semicolon, um, or if it's, you know, clothing or anything that has that semicolon symbol on it has now come to mean um, somebody that is living with mental illness or any other type of invisible illness and has at one time tried to take their life and um, they are lucky enough to still be here. So I have a semicolon on my neck. Um, It was a tattoo that I just recently got. I've always wanted to get it, but again, there's a stigma around it and I wasn't comfortable telling my story to anyone. So for 27 years that I'm living with bipolar, just since October. I, I don't I don't really know what the catalyst was, but there was something inside of me that said I need to get I need to get this out. I need to get my story out there and I need to um, help others feel that they're not alone. That you know um, one in five people uh, that have bipolar disorder uh, commit suicide. And the suicide rate for depression is even higher. So um, I just think it's such an important topic and such an important subject that most people kind of tiptoe around or they don't know how to discuss it or um, they just feel um, uncomfortable talking about it. It's really not a comfortable thing to talk about um, because at the point that you decide that you're not enough and um, you feel like you would be better off not being on this earth and that you just want everything to stop. Is, uh, is a very, very conscious choice that you're making. And then 
to kind of live with that and, and go through that process and that pain, there's no words to really describe it. Um, I, I can't really think of anything to convey what kind of pain that person has to be in to make that decision to end their life or attempt to end their life. So my start, my story was about eight years ago. I was dealing with postpartum depression. Uh, I had it with my first child and I had it with my second child and um, I was misdiagnosed. So I, I may have had postpartum, but I also am bipolar. Um, so I was put on a depression medication, which made me um, jump straight to mania, then jump back to depression. And I could never just find my footing. I, I was almost like I was kind of sliding on ice and I just couldn't get my feet planted underneath me. And um, the being bipolar, uh, if you're put on a depression medication, it could turn to mania and mania can get very, very scary um, just by the things that you do and the things um, that you that you uh, partake in, there's so many consequences that goes along with that when you're bipolar. And so for me, um, that mania then led into back into depression. And um, I had a lot of different things going on in my life, nothing out of the norm, you know, kids and jobs and trying to manage it all. And I had two children that were, well, um, you know, they're only 15 months apart. So I was raising two babies at the same time and working full time. And at some point my mind just broke. I, I just lost the fight. I lost the will to fight. Um, I didn't think I was a good mother. I didn't think I was a good wife. I didn't think that I was a good person and I thought I was broken. And so, um, that day, um, I got into a car accident that I caused and luckily I didn't hurt anybody else. And, uh, luckily I'm still here to talk about it. And, um, again, it's kind of helped me to reevaluate things a little differently. I mean, I have my bad days, that's for sure. And I have some really good days and I have some awesome experiences when I'm in the height of mania and so many, so many things that I would never normally do, I'm able to do. And some of the plans that I make, albeit sometimes a little out there. Sometimes they're also really wonderful. So um, I do have my good days, you know, and I do, I, I do try and appreciate what I have um, and, try and, and try and be positive about some things. But, you know, that's just, that's much easier said than done. And when you're somebody that constantly has noise in your head and constantly has that, you know, ominous feeling of, is my mind going to snap again? A am I going to break? Am I going to be consumed by all the chaos and all the noise and everything that goes along with mental illness? Uh, is that going to consume me? You know, and walking around with that kind of weight on your shoulders and that kind of fear is debilitating. And um, so I'm, I... I wanted to just recognize Amy and I wanted to um, basically tell you a little bit about Project Semicolon and really what it means. Um, the semicolon um, by definition means that the author could have 
ended that sentence, ended that thought, but they decided to keep going. So they can decided to continue to tell their story. And in my case, that holds very true. Um, and that's exactly what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to move away from the past, move away from the guilt, move away from, you know, the fact that I thought at some point I wasn't good enough to be here. And um, that's, like I said, that guilt is very, very, very heavy weight to hold. So um, I hope um, you get something out of this podcast. Definitely look up um, projectsemicolon.com. That's a nonprofit organization. They do some tremendous, tremendous work for people. Um, they have a suicide prevention hotline. They just have so many different services, and, and they really get into mental illness, and, and they talk a lot of, about um, ways to help yourself, ways to get help, and I, I, it's just wonderful. And unfortunately, we lost Amy. Um, she she, uh, she uh, died of suicide in 2017. So um, she lost the fight, and a lot of people do. Um, and all that I can say is find something to hold on to. Find some sort of light at the end of your tunnel. Find that hope. Find that faith, wherever it may be. And I know for me, it's my children. It's my husband. It's my family. When I can't get control of my mind, they are at the top of my mind. They're always there right in the shadows, right in that darkness, standing there waiting for me to dig myself out. And uh, without them, I don't know what I, where I would be. So try and find that for yourself and hang on to it. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. And again, if you want to send me any messages or if you have any questions about anything, you can always send me a message um, um, on Instagram at BipolarMommy, M-O-M-M-I dot com. Um, and I also have an email address. It's Karen, which is my first name, K-A-R-E-N at BipolarMommy, M-O-M-M-I dot com. And you can also visit me on my blog page, BipolarMommy dot com. Thank you very much. And thank you for listening.